Dieter, I have to ask you because so many people are still feeling heavily distraught, anxious, overwhelmed, but still living in a situation in a world that seems to not change. And a lot of people honestly have suffered with issues of job loss, of relationship disparities, of just overwhelmed with feelings maybe that they'd never had before. And I want to try to give people hope as well. And this is why I want to have you on Spearless, because I think you're a person who knows how to propel people in situations that can lead them towards success, even when all seems lost and all seems impossible in their current situation, right? So can you speak to that idea and that mentality like, if I don't think I can get anywhere with my life, and especially with the world being the way it is around us right now, where do you even begin to start being in that situation to even get on the first step of trying to change your life around? Great question. So I think the first thing to really look at is chaos in our life just amplifies what's already there that's been beneath the surface. So when we talk about the pandemic and everything that's been going on, a lot of the anxiety and suffering and chaos and separation and distraction mechanisms, uh, coping mechanisms that aren't necessarily healthy are being amplified because it's calling us all to go a lot deeper within ourselves. So this first stage of any change, any um, opening expansion, uh, creating something new in our life or becoming more of what we want to step into is being real with where you're at, like really feeling the depths of wherever you're at, because until we feel it, we cannot transform it into something else. And until we're really honest with what's going on on a deep level, we are not going to be able to move forward with a clean slate. We're going to continue to recreate the past in a different way. So you might be thinking right now, well, it's a pandemic, right? Like people lost their jobs, they have relationship stuff. A lot of what was going on internally that was beneath the surface in a lot of these relationship dynamics were there before, they were just amplified. The job, well, the world's constantly changing and our adaptability and um, resilience is always gonna be challenged. So no matter where you're at, first stage is to get radically honest with how you're feeling in that moment and not step away from it. And that might be like really uncomfortable for all of us because we're like, well, I want a quick fix. I want a band-aid. I want a medication to help with my anxiety. I want to drink alcohol. I want to do this. I want to do that. No, 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 no. Sit with what you're feeling through sitting with it. You are going to transform it. And at collectively, we're having a bit of a dark night of the soul. We're being taught to really sit with ourselves fully and see it through. And so the question really is, do you have enough courage do you have enough discipline to actually feel the depths of despair the depths of chaos the depths of your anxiety and move through it so that you can transform it into something else which is really about unleashing your inner alchemist and that is the first step to transformation to anything is being in it and accepting it and not avoiding it or pretending it's not there i think it's really important what you're saying with that Dieter, because the thing is you can't get anywhere at least on the first step, the first ladder, the first movements to a better situation until you do recognize and you bring that awareness to the authenticity of the situation you are going through, right? And really, I think, and I don't know if you concur or not with that, Dieter, but it's going to be painful, right? Like even physically, like I think I've had to do that personally for myself in diff different situations in life. And 
just to really harness that energy to really, like you're saying, recognize it. So then you can move on. It's going to make your body ache, like literally, right? And you don't want to deviate with that and just numb it down and suppress it down and trap it in. You want to like, just, just personally speaking as well, you, I, I feel like you really want to embrace it for, and as hard as it'll be, because then you'll, you'll kind of, you'll eventually just snap out of something one of those days after, and you'll be able, able to move on with more resilience, right? Do you think that's kind of the process, at least at the beginning? Well, I think that we live in a world where um, it's all about the quick fixes. It's all about like, oh, I feel anxiety. How do I fix it? I don't feel pretty enough. How do I fix that? I don't feel good enough. How do I feel good enough in this moment? Maybe post something on social media that's going to get me a, a bunch of likes. Um, I'm feeling uncomfortable or this situation doesn't feel good. What can I do to people please the people around me in order to fit in? So we live in a world where it's all about the outside in and not the inside out. So by sitting with your feelings, sitting with the devastation, the pain, the anxiety, the fear, the loss, the transition, the anger, you can transform it. And what it's showing you is it's showing you depths of yourself that you have not fully met. And if you continue to go to the quick fixes outside of you, you're going to continue to avoid the parts of you that are the deepest essence, the deepest layers of your personal power, your resilience and who you're meant to be moving forward. So can you wake up one day and all of a sudden just be like, I'm great. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. However, it doesn't have to be hard all the time either. It depends on where you're at, but if you are avoiding or spiritually bypassing or bypassing your emotions and being like, instead of this really sucks right now, it's great. It's great. And you're talking yourself out of it. That is a way of just going over the surface. So absolutely sitting with it, feeling with it, being where you're at, not trying to step away from it is the first step of everything without the quick fix. And that's difficult because in North America, we've been trained to do the opposite. You're hungry, you know, order Uber Eats. If you're this, do this. If you want a date, go and swipe right on an app. If you want to not feel something, smoke some weed, have some alcohol. It's like, if you can be with it, this is the pathway to really becoming the master of yourself, where in the future, those things aren't going to bother you. Like not a lot throws me off these days because I've been in it. And so I can hold space for other people because I'm like, Oh, I've been there. I get it. I know what it's like. And when you come out on the other side, you're stronger, you're a better leader, you're a better human. You're able to see things more clearly and you're able to master yourself and allow the emotions to come through you and not control you. And that is the power of feeling it and being with it because whatever you are holding onto is holding on to you. That's really important what you're saying, especially with that it holds on to you. And speaking about your own experience, can you speak a little bit more to that, to our viewers and listeners? and? and like what you had to personally go through yourself and why you've decided, especially now, to really engage in the work you're doing and really, really helping people. Can you speak to that? Absolutely. And so the, the pandemic has not been that really challenging for me at all. It's been pretty easy. I've had to shift a few things with my career. I was traveling around the world, living out of a suitcase for a part of my business that had to stop. I had to make adjustments, but I became resilient and I pivoted, right? Because I'm very adaptable. However, the deeper work that I went through happened in my early twenties and also into my mid twenties where I was living a lie. I was shutting down my emotions. I had a lot of unhealed trauma and it was showing up as you were mentioning like pain in the body it was showing up as 
physical pain. I had four different types of autoimmune disease. I had um, depression. I had anxiety attacks regularly. I never felt the highs of life. I never really felt the lows. And I always, no matter what goal I achieved in my life, I kept looking around and being like, is this really it? Because I didn't feel the way that I wanted to feel internally. And so my wake up call, my deep like work, well, there's many times in my life, but this moment was me losing a massive chunk of hair on the top of my head. And the doctor telling me I probably would lose all my hair because I developed another autoimmune disease. And so what did I have to do? I had to get radically honest with myself and feel the depths of what my body was trying to tell me to feel. I had to feel that. And then I had to choose something different was if I continue on the path I'm on of resisting the truth of what wants to come through me, I am going to get sick and I'm not going to be around much longer. And it took a lot of courage to dissolve and let go of a life that never really felt like my own, a career, um, a relationship, a marriage, um, lots of parts of who people thought I was in order to step into my authentic self. And I really feel like any kind of chaos, any kind of adversity that's going on in life is here to make us stronger and teach us deep lessons. And then, you know, I had another big hit, uh, you know, two and a half years ago, I went through a big breakup and it threw me down. I went through so much crashing of illusions, stories I was telling myself, not being honest with myself. And I, what did I have to do? I had to sit with the feelings. I had to accept where I was and try not to be judgmental with myself, even though it's very easy to go there when you're like, man, how did I get here again? And continuing to go inwards and heal the trauma, do the deeper work and know that this space of evolution and chaos is a part of who we are and who we're meant to be. And if we allow the chaos to teach us, we're gonna come out on the other side stronger and here to serve. And so I've been in the space of serving for 10 years. So I wouldn't say that I'm, I'm more amped up now than ever before, I'm the same, but I think that a lot more people are aware that they need support than ever before. You went through a lot of very heavy experiences sounds like and something that you said i think is absolutely vital is that th those experiences made you who you are today right yeah How, exactly you know so would you say you know and let's set aside any like preconceptions of why we're here on earth and you know maybe religious or spiritual related ideas of that because there's many okay let's set that aside for a moment but do you think anything that we go through in life is in a way teaching us something if we're willing to embrace it and understand like you said using alchemy what to do with it absolutely so you can avoid and you can avoid and run away from what doesn't feel good mm -hmm. and you can continue to feel trapped and be in a space of scarcity and lack and fear right or you can be with the discomfort and know that it's here to teach you a lesson. It's part of what you are here to be in the world, who you're here to be. And I do believe, um, you know, my specialty is trauma. That's one of my specialties. I did a TEDx on that. Yeah. And um, I believe that the root cause of all suffering is unhealed trauma. And I also believe, yeah. um, and this is what my upcoming book's gonna be about, is that your deepest traumas, when healed, are your greatest gifts to humanity. And so that's incredible that that's how we learn. 
It's not about going to school and learning a bunch of things. That's great. But you know what? The people that I trust most with like my physical, mental, emotional health or in business are the people who have actually been through the fire and can teach me how to walk through it. Yeah. Because those are the mo moments that show you who you are choosing to be. And you always have a choice. I'm not saying you can't feel shitty about yourself for a minute. I've been there, you know, I've been through it. But after being like, okay, I felt it and I'm not gonna let it define me. It's gonna be a part of my story. And I know that now I have more tools to help other people and I'm more resilient because of it. And I really believe that's why we all go through what we go through to awaken to our gifts and to support others who are on the same journey. So as I was saying before, my work hasn't changed in the world. There's just more people who know that they need work. They need to step more into this work because it's been amplified because of the collective chaos that's been happening. It's a really important point you're making. And especially with the people in your inner circle or the people around you, right? Because mm -hmm. you, to some capacity, I, I believe, do get influenced with who you are around or who you do confide in. And the thing is, what's really important about your story, Dieter, is that I can imagine hearing what you've gone through these last years, and then especially the relationship and the, and the breakups, there becomes like this chasm of like, whose side are you on? Are you in Dieter's side? Or are you on that person's side? Yeah. You know, who's on your team kind of thing, right? Right. So, that can really affect your personal relationships, I can imagine as well. And some, and mm -hmm. even like when you're saying, you know, the autoimmune issues too, what, unfortunately, personally in, in my situation in life as well, like going through certain, um, I won't say who or whatever, but around health issues that people in my inner circle, you could say, people mm -hmm. sometimes get spooked out by that too. And they're like, oh, I'm not going to deal with that person. That, that person's sick. Oh, blah, blah. I just want them to be happy and mm. keep me smiling, blah, blah. I mean, that, that's crazy when they turn, quote unquote, on you in that way. So mm. my point is, how did you know, and to make this twofold, how did you know who to surround yourself with in the aftermath out of, out of all this and really, really confide mm -hmm. and trust and grow and go on this journey that got mm -hmm. you to where you are now. And how would you recommend that even for other people who are just, let's say people are just stuck in the rut right now. And they're like, I can never do anything good ever again in my life. Yeah. Everything's bleak. And the uh -huh. people around them probably are, may, might be thinking and feeling the same way. And they're just feeding off each other and in, in the, their misery. So how do you turn that ship around? Well, first I just want to address the, the, <coughs> the autoimmune piece there. So one of the things that I found, um, and I feel really called just to share on this for a moment is I mentioned four different types of autoimmune disease. I mentioned depression to the point of wanting to end my life. Yeah. Um, I had, uh, anxiety attacks. Um, I lost a chunk of hair. I was going to lose all my hair. I was allergic to most foods. Um, and I had chronic pain in my mid twenties and I looked really healthy and from the outside looking and everything looked perfect. Okay. Things looked really shiny from the outside looking in and people thought I was the happiest person they knew. But the thing is, it wasn't until I did this deeper work and I'll, I'll touch about the inner circle and outer circle in a moment that I, and, and the healing of the trauma and the, the pathway and what I've really understood and, and mastered that I was able to heal all of those. I was able to heal all of those within two to three months gone, 
The only thing that has come back is psoriasis when I had a big life change. So our body is here to teach us something. So that's really important. Sometimes it's you're surrounding yourself with people who aren't kind to you and you're in the wrong environment. And, you know, in my journey, when I was in a mentally and emotionally abusive relationship when I was, when I was married, um, I remember being around people like my friends and his friends, and they looked at me like I was crazy when I would talk about certain things. And I was like, oh, I don't feel like I belong. So what happened? I contracted, I withheld. So if you feel right now that you are contracting who you are, you don't feel safe expressing yourself or people are looking at you funny, or you're not speaking up and potentially you have dis-ease in the body, guaranteed you are suppressing your emotions. You're probably not speaking your truth and you probably are surrounding yourself with the wrong people. So just like a flower, if it's in the wrong environment, it can't bloom. A gardener, someone who's a master is like, oh, this flower is wilted because it doesn't belong in this part of the world. Oh, it's not getting enough sunshine. So what works for some people isn't gonna work for you. So have enough courage to remove yourself from the environment. When I was married, I was like, had obviously I had a lot going on there. I had a lot of trauma and things from childhood that were present. And it wasn't until I started going into new environments and seeking out things that I was curious about that I realized I'm not crazy, which is always nice. There's nothing wrong with me. There are other people out there like me. And I think that's a big piece. So to go to your question on like inner circle and outer circle, I have a whole video blog on this on my YouTube channel. If anyone wants to actually go through the process, cause it's like a 20 minute video, um, is the biggest thing is it's okay that you're learning because it's okay to trust people who maybe are not trustworthy. It's okay to fall down. It's okay to have betrayal. It's okay to be shocked because all of those pieces in your journey of relationship are here to teach you what the lessons that you need to learn, number one, and then two, what's important to you. So the foundational piece here before even going into people outside of you that you attract in your, in your life is what are your top values? Like, what are they really like, really, what are your top values? Most people don't actually know what they are. And a lot of people who do know what they are, aren't living in alignment with their values. So my top three values are truth. Like number one, if someone's not honest with me or in integrity, it's an absolute no for inner circle or relationships. Like, no. But what, um, sorry, number, sorry, Deidre, what do you mean by that with truth? What, what does that really mean for you yeah. personally? Yeah. So truth means being truthful. Like if someone's lying to me or, um, isn't a truthful person, um, that is, doesn't fly with me because my top value, as far as who I am in the world, even though sometimes people don't understand that truth actually is an expression of love. Um, then I don't, they're not for me. People who are trying to people please or hold back or aren't gonna call me out if something feels off or whatever, if I can't call out, then I don't want them in my inner circle because for me, my growth, my evolution is everything and truth is. So yeah. if someone doesn't know who they are, then I can't trust them because if they don't know who they are, then I don't know who they are either. Does that make sense? A hundred percent because I, Again, truth is intertwined with what you're saying with courage, I believe, because for some reason, uh, and I'm, I'm not trying to simplify this in any way, but I think personally in the end and speaking to other people and in my own mind and analysis, everything essentially falls under an umbrella of love or fear and fear mm -hmm. has jealousy, 
lack of authenticity, um, lying, da, 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 all that, jealousy, all that stuff. Love is more expansionary, right? It's inclusive. It's, it's embracing. It's just without filter sometimes, you know? Yeah. So it's a different energy, right? So what you're saying with that, with truth, I think it, it falls under the love category and, and kind of in a way, courageousness in a way to say, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you, if someone comes to me like this, say to you in that way, you're acting like a jerk or you're a lovely person today. One of them, mm-hmm. like that person, that this person knows me. Right. And I can say and do anything with that person. Sorry. I'll, I I love what you're sharing. And I also want to add something in there. So I feel like truth to me is being truthful with wherever you're at, because as humans, like I'm constantly discovering more and more of who I am. I'm just being honest with myself with wherever I'm at. Does that make sense too? So it's about living in a space of authenticity. We're all going to go into fear. We're all going to have contraction. We're all going to have things that happen, but the, the truth is, um, you know, how long do we want to stay there? And what are our values? What do we, what do we care about most plain safe or, you know, buying into superficial realities, or do we actually want to be real with ourselves and live in, in, in alignment with that. And so, um, and truth also, this is, I want to dive a little bit into this too, because truth with that's not delivered without like the essence of love is not true. So what I mean by that, if I'm trying to hurt you because I want you to feel bad, that's coming from fear and contraction, which is not truth. And it's not, it's not real authenticity. Instead, if you hurt me, for example, and you, and even if I think you have bad intentions, I might say, you know, Devin, um, what you did really hurt me and I'm not in a space to connect with you right now or how you're operating doesn't work for me, or I wouldn't even engage in it. So the engagement of anger and blaming and pointing is not necessarily like people get mixed up with truth and being a jerk sometimes like calling people out calling people out can be like hey like that doesn't feel like you're that doesn't feel like truth for you are you you a little bit like are you hurt right now are you feeling contracted that doesn't really feel like your true self that's what i mean by truth right and 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 also mm Dieter, i just want to footnote on that briefly sorry to interrupt you but i think because what you said about you were saying earlier about trauma and things you grew up with and things that are unsettled or un or haven't been properly confronted right like i i think especially with the experiences we have when we're really young do carry later in life, you know, to some degree. And mm-hmm. we, may, if we don't know how to deal with that or go through that or through different therapies, etc., they often come out as projections, right? So, yeah. For example, I may be as open and honest and truthful and loving with all the people around me, like virtually all the time. And but then there's those moments like I become a monster. I'm like, what happened? You know, like where did that come from? But that could you know, still be something that you didn't properly deal with and it stays trapped inside of you. And you're not trying to come off as that, but it just naturally comes out. So that's why you got to deal with everything in the way that makes sense for you. Right. Yeah. And, and so truth. So another part, which is like human awakening, it's a deeper work that I do. Um, like I'm just talking about values, but if we go deeper, as far as like the structure of what I teach and who I am in the world, um, healing your trauma is like foundational part of waking up to your truth and who you're meant to be in the world. Like that is foundational. That's my signature program. That's my event. That's a huge portion of the work I support people with because until we actually deal with those core pieces, 
on a deep level, you're going to continue to play a role that's not fully you, push people away, overreact, not be in reality and, and wonder what's going on. So that's unconscious behavior, but it comes from unhealed trauma. So a hundred percent. My second top value is love, living and leading from the heart. And then the third is being in a space of purpose and impact. So when we look at our inner circle, the people that we surround ourselves with, and you're absolutely right, who you surround yourself with, you become, right? You become who you surround yourself with. So who are you choosing to be around? Because they're definitely going to influence you. And so within the space of knowing your values, like, are you actually living them? Like, oh, if you value freedom, if you value truth, if you value love, are you actually being that? Or do you find yourself stepping away from it, making exceptions and letting the wrong people in? And that's a choice. So getting really clear on your top values, your top three values and really challenging yourself, where am I not living this? And is it actually a top value or am I just telling myself because I think it should be? Because there's shoulds that are put on us from parents, from society, from everywhere that block us from being who we're meant to be. And then as far as projection goes, projection's an interesting thing. I actually like, I understand projection and recently I've understood it on such a deep level from some experiences I've had where someone's saying, you're this, and I'm like, actually I'm not like, I'm so in tune with myself that I'm like someone the other day said I was being passive aggressive over a text message. And I'm like, I like tune in with my body. I hate when the, uh, you know, a text message, come on. I was like, I basically just said a direct statement, like, Hey, like, you know, um, can you, you know, get in touch with me about this? Um, cause there was a gap in communication with this person for quite some time. And I was just saying, can you please do this for me that I'd really appreciate it. And like, there was no, there was no control or contraction or funky energy in me. And they came back with this big thing about how I, this and that, and and this whole thing. And I responded over voice and I said, I understand that you can interpret it that way. However, that's a projection. I'm good. And when you're done processing your projection, like come back to me, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to take on your, your responsibility. And this is where we have to be careful because when you actually have done the inner work of, of healing your trauma and tuning in with yourself, no one can tell you who you're being because you are so in touch with who you're being. But before you do that, it's impossible to live your truth because you're constantly going from the outside in feedback. Oh, I'm being passive aggressive. Oh, I'm being angry. Oh, I'm not this enough. I'm not that enough. I should be more of this. And like, you can take it on. And I did that for years. I always thought whenever anything was going on around me that wasn't good, I have to change. Something's wrong with me. And that can be Um, something that a lot of people do when they haven't healed their trauma. But when you're so in alignment with your truth in your body, you can be like, wow, that person's having a hard day. And they've obviously dealt with um, probably some people who have been really passive aggressive. And so, you know, I'll tune into them and say, hey, are you taking care of yourself? What's going on? Instead of reacting and being like, oh, like what's, you know, I'm not this. It's like, no, like that's not true. You obviously are going through something. Let me know if you need some support. Um, but that's not, that's not aligned with my feelings. I was being direct as I'm always direct. Right. So having the courage to speak up and share that too, but projection, everyone's projecting all the time, most of the time. So what's true, tune into you and you'll find out. (laughs) That's, you know, one of the books that I reference quite a bit on Spearlift and one that I read each and every year still to this day for the last few years is, uh, by John O'Donohue who mm. passed away from a heart attack, 50 years old, really young, mm. uh, Irish poet. And it's called Al Makata. It's a Gaelic. Um, mm. 
uh, expression that means soul friend. That whole、mm. book is based on the journey of being in tune with yourself. The whole book is about that, and it's、right. ex- I mean, it's just like every page is like coming off and feeding my soul. If that makes sense, it just it just invigorates、mm. something inside of you. But it's so beautifully written, and it's just it's very in line and in tune with what you're saying because with Authenticity comes blanket truth, right? Becomes, I'm like this. This is like this. You're gonna get all the love, baby, or you're gonna get all the. You're just gonna get the straight truth, whatever it is. And you have to be able. Things we're, we're just unfortunately so preoccupied with what this person thinks of us in this way or that person. This, I mean. Holy cow! Like, how much、mm-hmm. are we being detached from our true inner selves by the circumstantial situation, by this person, by this influence, etc.?、Yeah. We just、mm-hmm. get ripped apart and are actually very vulnerable、mm-hmm. to the experience and journey of life that can be the most fulfilling. And we don't we don't have too much time left, Dieter. But I just want to ask you two main things. One is how what is even though you've grown so much and experienced so many things that have really opened your eyes. And really lighted up something profound within you these last years. What is, what is something that you personally are still trying to grow、uh, more into or develop personally、mm-hmm. for yourself? And want to, in a way, want to seek more out.、Uh, how how do I frame this properly? Like, want to continue that, to grow in? Yeah, like what is it that you want to personally grow better for yourself? Even though、mm-hmm. you've gone through everything, gone through, and you're still, and you're having so many people yeah, everywhere, yeah. I, I think this is a good question because it doesn't matter how many people you've served or what level of whatever it is. We're all human, and we're all going through stuff all of the time, and there's always areas to dial in. So, two things that I'm working on right now, actually,、um, one of them that I had a completion on. Thank the universe. Thank the universe. <laughs> is、um, I had a pattern. Of letting the wrong people into my life in the intimate category with relationships. So, after I got out of my last relationship, I was single for two years because I knew that okay, there's something inside of me that's attracting this dynamic of relationship, and I really want to heal that and grow from it. And so, there's been this. It's really interesting. I was in conversation with a friend a couple days ago because I I literally had this breakthrough like two days ago, <laughs> so it's fresh. Right. Is um I was just saying that like you know I have incredible friends. I hold a high standard of integrity in my friendships and my life. And for whatever reason, in the relationship department, I would make excuses for other people's poor behavior. And I would kind of like pull the wool over my eyes a little bit, and so what that really had to do with when I go to the core of it all, if I'm being really radically honest, was a self worth thing around for whatever reason lowering my worth in intimate relationships. And、um, I recently, like the universe, tested me the other day in a dynamic, and I was like, integrity, integrity. This is what integrity means to me. And we have different levels of integrity, and I'm closing the door on this this possibility here with this person. And it was challenging because I really care about this person. I've been in a you know a, a relationship of some sort with this person for years,、um, like friendship and all of that. But I was like, no, like I'm not lowering my standards. So the lesson that I've been learning 
that I think that I've learned, I've completed in the category of men is um, not making excuses for poor behavior and not entertaining anything that's not at the same level of integrity as me and values, not even just what they say are their values, but what how they show up. So that's lesson number one. Lesson number two, which is very much connected to this is, um, is really being aware of who I let into my energy because who you let into your energy, your heart, your space, um, whether it's business, friendship, intimate relationships, it's going to impact you. So really not, um, really keeping the standard high in all areas, even collaborations, even being on someone's podcast. Like if I don't actually resonate with them or feel like a connection or vibrational match, it's a no, there's nothing wrong with that person, but I'm not going to lower my standards or who I am to make other people happy anymore. And that's been a huge area of growth for me. And well, don't, don't cut off this call. I beg you, please don't. And goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those, those are it. And also knowing that I always know the answers is in my, my intuition's always right. And not to second guess it or wait things out. Because every time I do, I'm like, Oh, do you were right the whole time? Not from a place of ego, but from like, Hey girl, you teach intuition, you help people with this. You actually know, but you're playing dumb with yourself because you want to buy into this story. And so I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> I think one of the most valuable things. And from what I'm listening from you in this mm -hmm. uh, episode, Dieter is like, and for anyone out there watching, listening on podcast platform, Dieter's message about living with integrity and authenticity is powerful, powerful. So we're going to include obviously all of our information, in the notes and the posts and the comments, et cetera, but take that away. Cause for me, that's resonating heavily in our conversation right now is live as you are, right? We are all totally different people, right? We're all in human form, but we're having such different experiences in this life. So go with what you feel inside and what is knocking on your heart's door for your true essence and of who you are and lean in to that intuition. It is a beautiful thing. I think Deidre's right on the ball with that. And it's an excellent message. And Deidre, just one last thing. And and anyway, and with the relationship issue, you know, guys out there, there's too many, you know, I, fortunately I've been married to an incredible woman for I think like a decade now. I got to check the math, but for a long time, you know, I mean, for me, the most incredible person in the world. And I'll tell you, it's like, you will not find anything better in a relationship with anybody besides being yourself, right? Don't put on a show. Don't put on a front. Don't be something that you're not, mm -hmm. you're not going to get anywhere. People are going to see through that. Be you and it'll go where it goes. Right. So lastly, Deidre. I love that. No, absolutely. And I think that's one of the most powerful things that you're bringing across in this episode. And I really hope people really take that in deeply and find out mm. a lot more of how you speak about that in, in all, all your works and we'll include all those links. But lastly, and just for time sensitive, sensitive mm -hmm. <laughs> time sake, sorry, can't say that. Um, what is the one thing that you would leave our listeners and viewers with as just a positive word of insight and a golden nugget of insight just to say, Hey, look, today you can start your life the way you want it on your terms today by doing this or feeling like this, what would be your advice for someone who's feeling? Mm. 
Yeah, you know, this is something that I, I went through uh, and has been really powerful for me. Um, is if you're going through a hard time right now and you have all this resistance, chaos, and you find yourself in a space of like shame, um, blame, shame's a big one, right? Shame, like, oh, I should have been better. I could have done better. How come I didn't do this? All these what ifs and, and stories that you've created, whether it's a relationship ending or you're not feeling good enough, whatever it is. I think the biggest message that I want to share, authenticity, absolutely, but really the deepest essence of it all is there's nothing wrong with you. Like the only thing that's wrong is that potentially you're in the wrong environments and you haven't been watering your flower. So how can you get the support that you need, whether it's a coach, whether it's a counselor, whether it's joining the right environment, whatever it is, how can you set yourself up for success? Because anyone who's in the wrong environment is not gonna bloom. Anyone who has people around them who are negative are not gonna feel good. Anyone who's thinking something's wrong with them is gonna continue to feel like something's wrong with them. So get out of your own way, reach out for support to someone and take a risk on yourself and put your money where your mouth is and put your money where your dreams are, put your money and invest in yourself because you at the end of the day are your biggest investment. And the more aligned and healthy and happy you are, the more you can spread that to everyone else. And I think that's really what it's all about such an important message such an important message and look everything you're saying is absolutely vital and important and don't you know take it one step at a time right like we all these things come all the big things in life come from daily daily habits and let's say sometimes rituals or sometimes disciplined ways of doing things right take be take it mm -hmm. easier on yourself one day at a time you can do it and you'll get where you want to go little by little, right? Dieter, where can people find out more about you, link up with you and, and find out more about your work, your books coming out soon. We'll include that once it's out and put that in the show notes. Where can people connect with you? Amazing. Thank you for asking. Um, so my company is called Radically Aligned. You're always welcome to go to my website, radicallyaligned.com. A great place to follow and engage with me. It's not really following, it's engaging and just, I give a lot of free content is my uh, podcast. It's called Radically Aligned. It's on Spotify, it's on iTunes and all that. And also when I talk deeper about each of these topics, um, I have a YouTube channel. You can just look at my name and then also Instagram. I am Dieter Suriani. I do a live video almost every day in the stories, giving some sort of negative wisdom. And I have a ton of value on the page, lots of videos, lots of deep conversations. I'd love to connect. So reach out to me and let me know that you listened to this episode with Devin. Devin, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. No, thank you so much, Dieter. And we'll include all your links in, in all the places we usually do and make sure to connect with her and follow her and get the book when it comes out. So that should be really exciting, especially on a topic that can really, really, I think, transform your life because you got to de de dive deep into, you know, issues related to trauma to really grow. So Dieter, thank Absolutely. you so much for being on this episode. It's been an absolute pleasure and we'll see you all on the next episode. Thanks for having me.